When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast. My name is Mark, and today's guest is Jeremy Eads. Is that how you say your last name, Jeremy? Yeah, man, exactly. Yep. Jeremy Eads. I got lucky for once, folks. There we go. I got lucky for fishing. If you saw uh, on my channel, oh, there's Chad. What's up, buddy? How you Chad, congratulations. I get monetized, but I know it's been a long, hard road. Uh, you deserve it, and uh, I'm not going to say anything else nice to you for a while now. So just get busy, man. Get busy earning those 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 that retirement YouTube money. That's very sarcastic. For those of you listening on uh, eBay, there's Freddie, crew member. What's up, Freddie? How you doing? Um, so uh, what else is going on? I do want to give a shout out. Definitely want to give a shout out to my sponsors. I got some sponsors, folks. I got Multi Bar. They're giving channel support, not necessarily a sponsor. Port Barrington Marina, thank you very much. Past supporters, people like Uncle Lou, definitely give them a shout out. Also want to give a shout out uh, Lyle Stokes for all his support, all my uh, crew members and stuff. So uh, you guys are awesome. Um, the last video I posted today, um, kind of a heartbreak video, but I think it turned out pretty good. Um, all the channel Crew members are listed in the description, so if you want to see their channels or see who's a supporter, you can do so by checking that video out, giving it a thumbs up, and then looking at the description. All right, Jeremy, business is taken care of. How you doing, bud? Good, good, man. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I had some coffee. I actually had some coffee in a mug that was sent to me by by the great Real Gals Fish. It it, it changes colors to my logo, but I love this cup using the heck out of it. Um, so we'll get, we'll be awake now. I won't be able to sleep. Maybe I should go fishing too bad. The spawn's going on. How's the spawn doing out by you? It's, it's slow fishing, man. It's slow yeah. fishing at times. You'll see them, but you ain't going to necessarily catch them. So where, where are you at? Let's tell the folks that uh, don't know you. Something uh, about yourself. I'm in, uh, <clears throat> I'm in South Carolina here in, uh, uh in Somerville, South Carolina. Uh-huh. I, I fish up there on, uh, on Lake Moultrie, which that's on Santee Cooper Lake System, and I fish in the Tailrace Canal normally, and that's that's the Cooper River. So and they're connect, all connected by dams and stuff like that. But can you get over the dams? Are there locks or no? Yeah, yeah, you can walk through. You can walk through. So if you're bank fishing, you can get through, but you can't boat through, right? Uh, no, no, you can lock through. You can. Oh, you, you can, can uh, lock through. Okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, you can't walk over though. Gotcha. Yeah, it's definitely by boat and stuff, but yeah, that Santee Cooper system out there—that that's definitely on my list of fish, one hundred percent. It seems like a lot of fun, and if I'm not mistaken, from listening to uh, Dieter Melhorn's podcast for a long time now, um, he's talking about how dangerous that Moultrie is. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lake gets dangerous out there at times. You know, it can be flat. You know, the wind turns up pretty quick, and it, you know, the whole thing is just bad. You know, it's uh, it's rough out there. There's a lot of stumps out there, shallow water, things like that. So having a Navionics chip would uh would definitely uh, help you out out there big time. Just running, uh, 
long as you don't, you know, but mainly, you know, if you get up near the bank, you got a good shot at hitting something. Yeah. Don't, don't go full speed around the well, bank. Yeah, well, it's it's full of stumps, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time, big time. That's what Deirdre was talking about. You know, and, and Wiley's up there too, correct? Mm. And Wiley's it, not as dangerous? Uh, I don't think so. It's it, That one's a little bit more – I want to say that was on the border of North and South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chad's making fun of me not understanding uh, our Southern twangs, and he is not wrong. Yeah, I apologize. But then again, Chad has a hard time understanding. <laughs> I do want to shout out uh, 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 Filky Pinch. What's going on? Thank you very much for the four ninety nine super chat. Says he's been listening to all my podcasts and loving every bit of them. Well, that's very nice to hear. I appreciate you, my friend. And right. that's, that's Always makes me feel pretty good. Hey, yeah, I just want to say hey to everybody in chat tonight. Thank you for coming in, supporting Mark, Mark's channel tonight, and us and all that, and I appreciate it. And I do have Jeremy's link definitely in the description. If one of the mods want to post his link out there, feel free to do so. If you're listening on a podcast, I'll also post the link on his description. But if you go to a Jeremy's Tournament Cats and enter that in the search bar, he'll he'll come right up. Go check him out. Watch some of his videos. You've been posting a lot of shorts, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been to, you know, I'm not too good at editing and stuff, so I just kind of whatever, a little bit of short stuff I'll get. I'll, I've been putting that out. But uh, it, it's, you know, it seemed like the gain of subscribers have been pretty good from it, you know. So I feel like the more I put out, the better chance you get to gain yeah. a few people how, at least. How many, how many subscribers you had now? I got 14, 1,400. Oh, good for you, yeah, man. That's yeah, right right now. Yeah, 14, like 16, something, somewhere yeah. now, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, on YouTube, it's hard. The, getting that initial 1,000 is hard. Getting that, And then they test you for another 1,000. And so on. But, you know, you just keep grinding. You'll do all right. I mean, Chad and Chad's a testament to that. He did it. Yeah. That, that's that's pretty difficult, you know. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah. You know, starting over, that's crazy, you know. That, but that, I, that, I just go out there fishing, you know what I'm saying? That's all. I take, you know, I was, I, all I got is my phone, so I just kind of, that's all it is. I'm just some guy with a fishing pole and a, you know, phone. So hopefully yeah, everyone likes it. People love to see you share your adventures and stuff when you're out on the water, and they're they're absolutely an adventure. I mean, I'll even share like I did today that missed fish, just mm -hmm. because it's 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 reality. It's how it is out there. I mean, if you can't share the heartbreak, the victories don't mean anything to your viewers. At least that's what I'd like to think. So, if or if you're not learning something, so. And it definitely is. Them shorts are good, and they they've been treating you pretty good. You've been getting a lot of views with those. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah. You know, I've put out a bunch of them, but you know, majority seem like they they start to gain a little bit. You know, what I'm saying I've seen my numbers uptick a little bit, a good bit actually by doing them. So, you know, I haven't been able to go live as much, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, I see a couple crossing fishing here said. They caught a PB on Santee when it was calm. Yeah, at, at the time, that was her 30-pound PB, which was pretty exciting. I remember when she caught that out there. Now she's a hell of a lot bigger than nice, 30 pounds. Nice. That's PB. Cool. I think she's at 80 pounds right now. She's okay. uh, Yeah, she did all right. Wayne Hoska with the $5 Super Chat. Thank you very much, Wayne. I appreciate you, bud. Very, very much. Uh, let's see. There's Palmetto Cats in here too. What's going on? Saying hello to people. Make sure you go. 
and there's Brian B. Catfishing. Where's Brian? Brian is having that tournament. Did you get in on that tournament or no? I don't recall. Uh, no, uh, no, I didn't get in on that one. I'll be fishing in that. If you guys are listening on the podcast, Brian B. Catfishing, he's been a guest on my show. He's been in my tournaments and stuff, is holding a midnight uh, a midnight tournament. Forgive me, Brian, for not recalling the name exactly. Uh, he's doing one weekend uh, on the bank. Uh, let me get the dates here in July. So July 16th from the bank on his channel and July 23rd uh, on the boat. A lot of good anglers out there. Um, Make sure you check yeah. that out. I will be on the boat tournament. So if you want to see me fishing, see how horrible I do that weekend. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if the spawn's over. Uh, Hopefully. How, yeah, so yours? Were you saying yours is over? I don't know. It's kind of weird. No, I don't. I don't really don't think it's over. You know, um, there's a. You know, the bite's still just real, real hard. You know. Vinicky. Yeah, yeah, and it shouldn't be, you know. What you know, what, yeah. what we've noticed here on uh, spawn, what we notice here during the spawn is a lot of people catching little fish, so definitely the spawn's been going on. Um, we'll get in the 10 pound range out here, uh, flatheads and such. Jeremy is a father, he's got to give his kid attention. I fully support that. So let's shout out Real Gals Fish. She's been a member for five months. Thank you very much, uh, Stephanie. You're awesome. G-Style Fishing in the house. John Euler in the house. I think I said hello, John. There's Muskrat Adventures. What's going on? How you doing? Fishing with Squirrel. I did say hello to you, my friend. People asking for mail and stuff. So Annette Morgan, how you doing? Everything all right? Yeah, we're good. We're good. He's all right. Good. Cool. You know, fishing is such a family thing. I have no problem with you guys paying attention to your kids. I'm just some dude with a microphone. How you doing, little guy? What's your name? You say hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's goofy. Um, Let's see what Palmetto has to say. Palmetto says there was a veterans event on Sunday night. Most people caught nothing. Uh, but then you had two or three teams catch 30s and 40s. The women, the winning team caught two over 50. That's how it's been. That's how it's been in those tournaments. You know, it's a lot kind of catching nothing, and then you got five or six that's going to catch catch them. You know, double hook angling says JTC. How many rods can y'all use in your state? Uh, we can use if we're on the boat. It's pretty. It's unlimited. And on the bank, I want to say it's four per person. On, on if you're bank fishing, that's plenty because there's no, not really no bank spots. Here's an example of what I've been wasting my day with today, Jeremy. We got Fat Boy Eric is asking, Mark, are you going to wear lipstick having to do with the tournament? No, I'm not making any lipstick bets. I'll leave that for for the guys that are into that sort of thing. And I just don't happen to be one of them. <laughs> So we'll let them do that. Duggar <laughs> in the house. He with the $5 super chat says, JTC, my bub. What's up? What's, Mark. what's up, Mr. Duggar? Yeah, what's gas prices. Man? Lyle was talking about gas prices, and rightfully so. They're so shocking that it's it's really taken an effect on uh, um, on a lot of people's fishing. It, let's talk a little bit about your boat. What are you fishing out of? 
Uh, I got a 16 and a half foot uh, low deep V boat. Uh-huh. It's got a, with a walk walk through windshield on it and stuff like that. And I, and it shields nice when the wind uh, is kicked up, you know, when you're anchoring, it helps out a lot. Or staying well, out the we, wind a little bit. So you were, you were talking the other night, what kind of temps are you getting like in the middle of winter though out there? Oh, oh it's not that bad. I mean, we'll, we'll be in the thirties at night, you know, you might have yeah. some twenties, but it's going to be rare, you know what I'm saying? But that, that's you're, for us. That's cold for us, though. I, I understand that, but you're still able to fish in December, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Here, not so much. Here, December's pretty dead. I live, like, right on the ice fishing line, I call it, um, where either you got thick enough ice or you don't until January. It's it's a waiting game. And then ice fishing's a whole other story. So getting on the big fish isn't the same uh, in the winter as it is in the summer. So. Maybe yeah. I need to move or, or start traveling a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Even Kevin says that uh, fishing's a warm month, or December's warm, usually a warm month. That, that could be from December, from November to February. It could be like, in my opinion, is probably the best overall time to fish. Yeah, you were saying that yesterday that you like the fall a lot better than this time of year. Yeah, and actually, I, I like the winter time even more. Nighttime, like last year. I was really able to catch a lot of fish in the wintertime. And uh, that's something I never really did too much in the past is in the dead winter. We usually did daytime fishing. You know, that night bite is just unbelievable last year anyway. Yeah. That, fishing at night is so, you know, I I thought that I was done fishing at night till I started fishing at night again this year, and I forgot how much I liked it. The peace and quiet, you get the whole, well, I get the whole place pretty much to myself. Maybe see a boat or two out there. Yeah. And just I'm, I'm able to concentrate a little more on, on what I'm doing and, and get after some fish. So, yeah. And we're lucky, though, man. You know, our water temps don't really get under probably 40, you know, seven, six, something yeah. like that. I mean, you'll come out there in early morning if it's super cold and it might say 45 on your depth finder way in the back somewhere, you know, but. You know, by the end of once you come back in that same spot, the end of the day, it's going to be, you know, in the mid lower 50s or whatever, you know. So it's and that's prime. And fish are real shallow on our lake in the cold months. You know, you'll find some out there on the ledges holding. Uh -huh. You got to, but and uh, but this last winter, the sub channels and all the areas were definitely the ones that were paying off, you know, maybe. 15 17 foot deep you know it could be 20 something foot deep whatever it is um but That's shallow for you we'll, we'll we'll get to steve's question after you answer yeah yeah uh, well i mean you'll have shallow on both sides but the little sub channel kind of dips in there you know like a ditch uh -huh. you know, it's only about that deep like that's a really good side uh you know just set up on the side of them you know hit hit the deep and still be able to hit a few in the shallow and you'll be yeah, I always have to clarify that because what I think is shallow and what other people around the country think is shallow is definitely different things. Shallow for me is a foot of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll catch fish in that kind of water, but um, I'd be lost in a lake where, you know, shallow is 14 feet. <laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, I mean, we're sitting up on the shallow spots, you know what I'm saying? But like last year when me and my brother caught the two big fish and a bunch of them. I mean, we're fishing two, three foot of water. Normally, the bites have come 
real shallow, but you know, we, we caught a couple of good size flatheads in the wintertime in the in the little sub channels, you know, but mm-hmm. but but the fish are it just depends. Like they'll be up there early in the morning in that three foot of water. But yeah. after ten o'clock, it seemed like they definitely dip back out of there until almost dark. Well, yeah. that's good that you're paying attention to that. I mean, that's 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 all. That's definitely all part of it. And they do like to get warmed up after a long cold night. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yeah, it's, it's, what's he what's he saying here, Steve? Adams? Uh, Steve Steve Adams catfish in the Mississippi says question for JTC. He's a front runner. <laughs> team hotting today. <laughs> yeah, he he is a. Uh, Ole Miss team, I think. That's who he goes for. Yeah, there's always smack talking going on in the chat here, which is another reason if you're listening to the podcast and you're at home or, or able to watch it on YouTube Live on Monday nights, you, you get to witness all of that stuff. Well, a lot of the stuff I don't get to put on the screen, so it can get pretty interesting. Uh, I do have some really good mods out there to take care of it, so please <laughs> be good. <laughs> Sometimes they're not. Uh, like Danny Stone, he just commented he's been sitting there looking at a thumbnail for 20 minutes before he hit reload. Figured he, he didn't realize he was stuck. That's kind of funny, Danny. Oh, man. <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about your tournament experience. You mean, yeah, man. Oh, Jeremy's tournament cats. Yeah, man. Um, so I do like tournament fishing a bunch, you know, I do that. Uh, I got a lot of money into my live well to take care of fish, you know. Um, for sure. You know, I definitely take pride in that, that type of stuff. Um, but I like the tournament fish and, um, any tournament, man, that we have around here, I didn't, didn't do the one this past weekend or whatever, but, uh, for our fishing club, I've been doing all of them. So within the year, there's going to be like 14 tournaments, probably 13, 14, you know, just different two, some two day tournaments, just mixture. Um, but our fishing club usually has eight, um, but, uh, they usually kick up. They're all year long, except in, in July and August when it's real hot, they don't have, it's rare to have, they might have some kind of night tournament, some, something just off the wall or whatever, but, um, you know, but yeah, man, I, 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 I like doing that. I've been, I've been kind of trying to get into the tournament scene stuff for, you know, eight probably eight years or so when i was real young we'd go to a tournament it'd be one a year maybe and we would get our butts just waxed you know uh, uh from top to bottom you know what i'm saying what whatever it was it just but uh we learned a bunch from them days you know them rough days and, and uh-huh. things were losing money and just, just you know and that, all that stuff's coming back around yeah them tournaments are rough it's hard to to be successful as much as you need to, to make money, you just got to have the passion to do it. Yeah. A lot of the guys love the thrill of, you know, chasing those prizes and stuff. Uh, it's understandable. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good, man. I, I, I don't like it though. When you, if you see, you know, people not taking care of their fish or just not putting, you know, just kind of doing the bare minimum with them, you know, that, that stuff that irks. I don't like that type of stuff. You know, if, your fish should you drop him in the water. Boom! He should be gone. There's no, there's no excuses for it. You know, there's enough equipment out there to be bought. Uh-huh. Do it. It just, you know, sometimes people just kind of, you know, way get lazy out there. Just kind of, well, they got water in there. They're fine. You know, you can. Yeah, I mean, you can. They'll do all. 
they'll do okay in a live well full of water and stuff. But if you're adding oxygen to it, you're doing better. If you're recirculating the water, constantly adding fresh water, shorten up the time on your timer and stuff. None of that's going to hurt the fish. I've known a couple of cases here uh, personally where, you know, big flatheads have gone to waste because mm-hmm. they, they're having, you know, cheap, you know, Walmart tubs as, as live wells and stuff, yeah. which is probably one of the big reasons I don't try tournament fishing as much. You know, the, the online stuff, whether it's pictures or, or, or weights or something, I think those are going to be the way things are going to go to in the future. I, I like them. I do. I like them too, but, you know, and, and God bless the sponsors out there that make all this stuff happen. You know, they, they like to see a way in. And understandably so, you know, they got to have people out there to see people want to see the fish in person. It definitely adds to the, to the show. And like I said, it's, it's super understandable. So hopefully they can figure it out and, and do what, what's best for, for the fish, for business and for the anglers, the tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know we do a three fish limit, you know, but they used to come and like uh, Cabela's and I want to say, a few of the first, not the first ones, but a few years ago, they still were doing like four fish and Cabela's did five fish for weigh-ins, you know, but our club only does three. So I did, that is good that they dropped the number down of fish that we can catch, you know what I'm saying, to bring in. I mean, I wouldn't even mind seeing it go down to two fish. Well, you think know? about, you know, if you got big fish in a live well, even a hundred gallon live well, like comes in some of these sea arcs nowadays yeah. where the guys that are building the custom ones, I don't see how you have three monster fish in there. I mean, they're pretty packed in. I've seen pictures yeah. like that. Yeah. And again, I'm no biologist. I don't know what they can and can't, you know, uh, uh, live in or, or, or hang out in, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would have to take a look at the numbers and stuff, but I think three is, is definitely a good number. Two, two is probably better, but I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Uh, this is I, what it, yeah. I'm not a tournament guy. I'm just a spectator, but, but I love to watch and I love to hear about the results and stuff. So, yeah, true, true. you know, and you got to think you got to, there, there's a high cost of admittance to tournaments. I mean, a boat that has a hundred, gallon live well is going to cost you a bunch of money and there's some people can do it and some can't a lot of tournament yeah. guys on these uh with these john boats and stuff they'll make the makeshift ones and mm-hmm. and god bless them for trying and stuff but we got to take an advantage of, or take into consideration the fish and i think the picture tournaments are a good idea um if you happen to be one of them and you can't take care of the fish get on get in like fishing chaos i think there's another one called fishing mm-hmm out there that luke Hinges takes a big part of fishing chaos you know my buddy ryan bortz does that um a lot with kayak mike they and same with dan over at green machine fishing uh they run a, a couple of good tournaments on there um some people don't how do you feel about measuring a fish rather than weighing it there's there's a hot topic yeah i know right yeah, i don't know man you know the thrill like i said of, of the whole thing of the whole day in a fishing tournament and then being able to bring your fish back and show, show people that is really cool to be able to show other people. Hey, look what I caught. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but you know, me and my brother, you know, we'll go out there, man. And and I've had my other fishing partner. We've uh, measured the fish 
you know, had tournaments and measured them and not weighed them. We've done different stuff out there, just messing around. Uh, yeah, if you can't afford equipment. Yeah, Danny Stone says exactly, Jeremy. If you can't afford equipment to have, uh, if you can't afford to have the equipment to tournament fish, you might want to rethink it. I agree, brother. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Put a lot of money in your live well if you if you are going to, you know, get some or, or get just get something that's you know really good. Yeah, just don't. Or or find a buddy who can weld. Hint, hint. All my welder buddies out there. <laughs> We'll see about the next boat, but I'll tell you what. I, I don't know. These gas prices make me rethink getting something with a big 250 on the back. I'll stick with my 40 until these prices come down. <laughs> what size motor's on your boat? What'd you say? What size motor you got uh, on motor, that? I got a 75 Mercury. So that isn't too bad. Four cycle or two? Four. Four? Okay. So that probably isn't that bad on gas. No. Uh, I only got a 12-gallon tank, two on my boat, so... I, I got a six gallon. I'm bragging now. I got a six gallon on mine. I make three trips on that sucker. Oh no, man! But I'm not making thirty mile runs, so I'm I'm fibbing a little bit. Yeah, I can get man. I can get you know. I, I got probably the smallest boat in our in our club, our fishing club. You know, you your your fishing club. Why don't you give them a shout out? Oh yeah, it's the Santee Lakes Catfish Club, y'all. That's what it is. Check them out. I heard they're on Facebook. So, Anti Lakes Catfish Club. If you're a part of that, that's awesome. Is Kevin a part of that club? Uh, I don't think so. I think he might have fished one, uh, one before. We got to pressure in him to join that fishing club. Maybe I should start a fishing club out here on the Fox River. If we, Fox River boys are listening, maybe you guys ought to start that. It'd be kind of cool to hey. hang out and get together and share stories and give each other a bunch of trouble. Yeah, some <laughs> Yeah, that right. It's it is cool, man, going out there and you know having a bunch of other people meeting them and different stuff like that. You know, look at that. He is a member. He says he pays his dues. I'm a member. I just don't do the tournaments. Understandable. Yeah, yeah he's out there. You know, Kev comes out there. I've seen him out there multiple times, especially this year, man. He he's been out there. You know, doing cool. That's cool. You know, they changed the laws here in Illinois as far as what they charge and the permits you got to get for tournaments. So I think every one of the tournaments here on the Fox have been pretty much canceled. But there's, you know, I would guess, I don't know for a fact that there might be some like outlaw tournaments on the river here. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't get out of hand and and the wildlife doesn't uh, suffer over it. But I believe they're online picture tournaments. So it, it might even be better for the fish other than that yeah. so oh yeah yeah i bet i bet so if they're not gonna so we we won't get in all of that but i i do i do like the picture tournaments i do i wish there was a way to uh um have weights in it i'm, I'm an old timer i'm a weight guy uh as far as measuring length and and girth mm-hmm. it's, that's fine um yeah. i don't you have a problem with it, but I, I like to see pounds. And and by the way, folks, I am terrible at guessing weights, so I don't guess them anymore. <laughs> I think I'm up. if it's big enough, I'll throw it on a scale. If not, I don't know. Like yeah, I her- won't. If I'm out there fishing, like, um, unless I think it's like a P, like legit a PB, like I have, I do not, I have two scales in a boat, I do, in a sling, I do not weigh them. The only time I weigh any fish is, when we do like a YouTube tournament, uh-huh. and that's it, you know, I, I just, 
I catch them and I put them right back in the water. I, I don't keep any fish unless it's bait. You know, that's it. That's just how. I mean, I've cut, kept catfish in the past, you know, but just last five, six years, I just haven't, you know, because I'm sure we kept enough when we were younger. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i keep some fish. Uh, hard times, I think, is going to make uh, uh, make this. Uh, I, I think with the cost of living and stuff going up that um, our, our natural resources and the fisheries might suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if we stay vigilant and kind with people and try to get an understanding, uh, practice responsible harvest, take only what you need to eat, I think we can get through this. So I just sure. wanted to throw that in there. I kind of have strong feelings on that. What kind of regulations do you guys have on catfish out by you? Is there any? Or? Yeah, we just had it changed. Uh, I want to say, man, it's like you can catch two over 32 inches or 34 inches, I think, something like that. But it's two per person per day. Uh-huh. Um, you can't keep anything under that? Is there an under on us? Is uh, it a No, you can keep, yeah, I want to say it's 25 catfish. I think they did some kind of rule on that. I know Palmetto, he might. You can only catch two over that length, right? Yeah, and keep them. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to say they made it where it's 25 total fish. I, I think he said, he just said 28 total, so there you go. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, and that's new. It was like, mostly last year and a half or two, something like that, because it had been, you know, uh, one fish over 36 inches, you know, and then it was unlimited. You know, so people, you know, killing them. You know, they're going to catch them. Yeah, it takes so long for them fish to get that big. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think Stockery would probably know better than me how long it takes. But, I mean, let's say you get onto a 30-pound flathead. I imagine it takes years for it to get that big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they grow pretty quick up until 10 pounds. If they make it to 10 pounds, that's kind of the the make or break weight for a lot of flatheads from my understanding, at least from listening to like Spencer Bauer over at River Certified. He did a podcast where he was saying that, you know, it's like one in 10 fish will get over 10 pounds. So if you're going to eat any fish, get them under 10 pounds, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, that'd be because they taste good on our lake. Any fish out of there, the river, they've been, I mean, they taste good. Oh. They, they, they they absolutely do. Cody Robinson says, uh, wish we had that here. I know a guy that noodled nine flatheads. Biggest was 56 pounds last weekend. He kept all of them to eat. Makes me mad. It's sickening. It, it does make you sick to your stomach, and, and it's hard, but if within their rights, I guess it, it's hard to stomp on them. You know, you can try to... Uh, um, you you can try to uh, um, convince them otherwise, but the, I, I've learned in life that the meaner you are to people about stuff like that, the more they fight you on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just that's crazy, man. This is unbelievable. You see it all the time, though. You do, and you've seen it forever. I mean, uh, last week there was just a show over on. Uh, um, uh, Patriot Catfishers of America talking about conservation. There's some pretty strong opinions on that. So uh, if you get a chance, check out Patriot James Catfishers of America on YouTube. Uh, Dieter Melhorn was on there, um, and Lyle Stokes was on there. And who else was on there? I forget. Forgive me. Anyways, it was a good show. Um, go check that out. Um, 
I seen Jody ask me what is my favorite Lunchable a while back. <laughs> yeah, you eat a lot of Lunchables. I was giving you a hard time last night about stealing them out of your kid's mouth. Yeah, you better watch out. Um, yeah, uh, oh, man, I'm going to have to say uh, one with, like I was saying last night, it has to have at least one Crunch Bar in it. So any Lunchable that has a Crunch Bar in it, that's the one. That's number one. Is that the key? Yeah. I, I like the ones with the almonds in them. They're pretty good. Or sometimes I'll have them with the. Well, I don't get the lunchables. I get the P3s. They make pretty good snack. Yeah, uh, pretty good boat snacks, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good healthy one. I should be eating those, but you know. Josh, the weekend angler says, if he says pizza lunchables, I'm done. Thank goodness he didn't. <laughs> yeah, those are not my favorite. They're not up on the list, you know. So. I know somebody in chat whose pizza lunchables is her oh did I say her is her favorite. We're not gonna mention any names. But whatever whatever floats your boat. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, I've got I'm on this big uh uh it's trail mix, but it's called sweet and salty mix. I bought like a box of them when we went to Mendota and I still got packages left, but they work they they're they're actually pretty good. That's good, yeah. But I like taking some trail mix out there fishing that that's good I, you know another thing i really like doing man is going out there Daddy. what bubble okay i'll be down there in a minute okay <laughs> he's like you're taking a long time <laughs> one hour son yeah we'll be down there buddy um yeah i really like going out and uh i'll take my chimney you know to start, put some charcoal in just you know, uh -huh. Yeah, take that and I'll um, little grate or whatever, and I'll, I like to take pork chops or hot dogs or something like that out there and and uh, set up on the bank and fish. Yeah, you know, I don't really have service to do any live streams, but I want to try it out a little bit more this winter time. You know, uh huh. This is just more area. You know, right now the water's kind of high, so there's not there's only a few spots really you can pull up to fish. Yeah, those charcoal starters, man, they'll put out a lot of heat too. So if you're cooking something that's not as well, where you don't need all that heat, you, you don't need to bring much charcoal at all. Yep. I mean, the Ziploc bag will do yep. it, right? Exactly, just a little bit, man. And it's cool just sitting there cooking a little bit of pork chops or hot dogs, whatever it is, you know, something simple. And, Daddy, uh, Daddy what's up, then your time. Okay. And my had a dream about my was rolling down the jail. You were rolling down the stairs. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is live, folks. He won't bother me for five hours as soon as I come up to do anything. Well, that's the thing. When you're giving something attention, you know, yeah, they, they, they want it from you. So if you're just hanging around doing nothing, they won't bother you. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's good. It's fun doing that stuff, you know. Okay, buddy. All right. Uh, you go down there, buddy. Oh, but um, yeah, man, I like doing that stuff. So cool. Yeah, I got a couple of catch and cooks planned. Uh, some actually very soon. I'm waiting on something in the mail. So there's my buddy Ryan over at Setting Hooks and Crossing Eyes. How you doing, Ryan? Um, nine twenty-two, a crappie barbecue. He might know something about that. He says, "Man, mm -hmm. I missed that." He might do some of that too. So. <laughs> let's see what steve adams says he says another question for jtc is he a fried or boiled chitlin man oh <laughs> i need no chitlins you know that <laughs> we got a thing going on in some of these lives people talking about chitlins and 
calf fries, and I think they're just trying to push the limit. You got Jody with her bologna, me with my bacon. I'm sorry, but bacon trumps all. Can we get some bacon emojis in chat, folks? <laughs> Show the bacon love. Oh, yeah, bacon, bacon, bro. That's right, man. So I, tell me a little bit about your uh, uh, online tournaments. Tell me some, what are some of the ones you were in and how would you do? Um, Let's see. Um, I fished in uh, John Oiler's tournament uh, a little bit while back, the um, fishing from the couch tournament he did. I did. Uh, I got. I won one of the prizes, uh, the biggest blue cat of the night, in that one. And then I did a tournament back in January that was uh, the hook and wheel tournament that Becca hosted. I did win that one. I won my own tournament. <laughs> I kind of felt bad, um, but uh, I fished uh, catfish regulators tournament back as soon as I because that's what got me into YouTube. I I had knee surgery last year. Cause I, I jumped out of my boat and I tore my meniscus and part of like my ACL st stuff like that. Um, and my knee. So I was just started watching more YouTube and found these online tournaments like this. And I said, man, I, I said, that'd be kind of fun just to get into, you know, and, and it just kind of involved something else, man. But, um, but yeah, that was a good one. I didn't catch much, but, uh, uh it was still fun. You know, it was kind of crazy. My first time up on screen, Brian B has two stands, uh, Willie, Becca, you know, there's a, there's some more, you know, that's, you know, we got some hurt feelings. Danny Stone said, Jeremy he was tournament. <laughs> he was, Danny was in that tournament. I give him credit though. It was, uh, it was bad weather out there that night. He stuck it out. What was the one that Brian B won, but you got that really monster flathead. In. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I forgot. I came it was one that. of Kevin's wasn't it? Yeah, it was the monster hunt. It was the monster hunt. Yeah, Brian, he won his day on the first day, and then uh, Double C won the tournament the second day with that big 69-pounder, and I had a 64-pound flathead. That's a big flathead, man. I know. It was it was crazy. And I caught a 52-pound blue that night, and like, I didn't weigh him, but it was like four more fish that was low 30s, you know, and a couple of teeners and stuff like that. It was a good night. That was in October. Uh, prime time, I think the fish on our lake. So, <laughs> so you think you can fish? I don't know. Sometimes I get lucky from time to time. I probably think I can fish less than I. I it's actually. tough. It's tough right now, though. It's tough. It, it it's about to become in the next couple weeks, like two to three more weeks. I got a few spots that are going to turn on really good for night fishing. So I, I'm, I, I'm going to be. I can't wait for it. I guess there's still some good spots out there right now, but it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, you can see them and they won't bite. I mean, what are you going to, you know, you just don't know. You're just going to drift, keep drifting or ain't whatever you're going to do. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big post spawn guy. I, I'm a fan because once that spawn is over, you know it. Mm -hmm. and when they're done biting, they're done for the year this year. So as far as flatheads go, I should should add that to to that comment so and the, the, when they come off a of spawn they're they're hungry they're feeding up and when they're getting ready to go to bed they're hungry they're feeding up it, it it's a it's a glorious time it's like it's like christmas for a flathead fisherman mm -hmm. it really is yeah. i don't know how else to explain it I, I, 
I think Carolina Real Screamers wants to know how I like the river fishing. Yeah, I've been I've been going up I've been twice now, two or three times, up to the PD River, uh, uh, up a little bit from me, about an hour and a half or so. And uh, it's definitely way different. It is a smaller, real small type of river, you know, but a lot of wood. Lot, it looks like there would be a flathead behind everything, like literally everything. You know, and it makes it that makes it even harder, though, you know, to, to find a spot, you know. But I've been messing around up there, so that's been you know, how far. How far is that away from you? Um, by about not even ninety minutes. That's you know? not. It's not too bad. I won't travel ninety minutes, but it's still not all that bad. It, it, it's not. Too, I mean, it's not ninety minutes down the interstate. So it's not like it's a hundred miles. You know, uh, so it's just got to go through town and stuff like that, and just kind of to get out there. But it ain't. It ain't too too bad anyway. You know, because I mean, just for us to go to our fishing tournament, I mean, normally the middle of the canal up there, it's like 44 minutes from my house just to do that. And if we trailer around, you know, it just gets, well, the reason why I ask is once you start river river, at least I feel this way. once you start river fishing, it's hard to change. It, river fishing is fun, man. It, it is fun. There's times where I, I'll, you know, you just got to get out of the lake, you know, but um, I don't know, man, it's that, that lake I, I've, I put a lot of um, hours into it the last couple of years, especially, you know, electronics and just trying to like, you know, just try. I, I really like to go out there and not to fish the same spot, even though if I know there's fish there, I really like to go other places. Um, this because it helps me out with pattern or figuring out other spots because you can never have too many spots, you, you know, to, to try, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, you got there for live streaming. I mean, you got to go where you got service, and you got to go where the wind's not terrible, or, or whatever in the boat. So it's it, it, it hinders you when you go live out there. And we've still been able to catch some really good ones on live stream out there, you know, and and stuff like that. But my best fish where there's the least amount of service, and I don't, and I mm -hmm. think that has to do with them wanting to be less disturbed with less service. It's usually in more secluded areas and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. It adds to the equation. Um, Susquehanna Stan says, whatever happened with the alligator attack on your friend? You got alligators out by you, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of gators out there. Palmetto can uh, contest to that. You've seen them. Uh, but, yeah, my brother's, my brother's friend, uh, you know, my brother Kyle, his friend, or, um, he, the guy got bit in the lip. Like in the jaw, ripped his part of his jaw and stuff, and uh, and bit him on the chest a couple of weeks, about two weeks ago, uh -huh. at the lake or whatever. But he lived; he survived it. You know, a ten footer supposedly grabbed him. So, ten footer. Yeah. You know, I got some family in Florida, and they got a pond behind their house, a pretty big pond, and it's full of gators. I don't know what they're doing down there, but I know they got cats and a little dog. That might not be such a great idea. Yeah, it's out of control, man. I I, I want to say uh, Jamie and Rebecca said that they had a, like two or three days ago they had an old man get get killed there in uh, Myrtle Beach by a gator. So yeah, I remember you mentioning that it's unfortunate. Kevin over at Palmetto out, Palmetto Cats Outdoor Adventures says he was protecting his dog. 
I've this might be too gruesome, but I've heard stories that families like in Louisiana will have a dog out when their kids are swimming so they can throw the dog in the water if they see an alligator. That's kind of gruesome. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, man. They, the things are aggressive. See, and he, he confirmed, yeah, the dog was swimming, was attacked by the gator. Crazy, man. Don't go in the water, especially where they were at. It's it's really sketchy there. Don't do it. There's The gators are just stacked in there. Steve uh, says, uh, uh, question, I have never seen JTC break off a rig. Why do I always see him on lives tying rigs? Does he sell them? <laughs> oh, no, no. No, I don't. I don't sell them, you know, at the moment or whatever. But uh, no, I just, you know, I if I come back and every time I go fishing, I always fill my pole, my lines and stuff like that. And uh, if there's anything, normally I'll be honest with you, it's probably slime on there or something, you know. And I've got to change it all. I just have to. I just can't. It bugs me, you know. I just think about what if you get that one. That you'll that you got one shot at, you know, that you've been fishing for for how long, and because I was being lazy, you know. Yeah, that, that that's that's the question I ask myself all the time. It's like, are you just being lazy? The answer is usually yes, and I just go yeah. with it anyways. To be honest with you. Now, when I go out to the out there fishing, if I'm just regular fishing, if I it gets beat up a little bit, then I'm like, oh, I'll. Sometimes I'll let them out just a little bit, but normally I got a bunch of pre-made tied ones, um, you know, because when we go to the fishing tournaments, I, you know, got to take care of at least eight eight poles. You know what I'm saying? So I got to you got to have at least eight rigged up, and then you got to have backup. So it's just kind of it's a lot of work getting ready for for regular fishing. I can't imagine yeah. when you're fishing eight rods and stuff. Some people even fish more than that. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, yeah, they know you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it is what it is sometimes, but I, I, it is fun going out there, man, and trying to catch catch the fish. Because the live streaming thing, that's um, it's fun. It is fun to go out there and and uh, try to catch some catfish like that for everybody. So, do you like eating catfish? No, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'll eat them. You know? What's your favorite way to cook them? Fry, uh, fried is really good. <laughs> fried, you can't fried fish man yeah. i don't know why i even asked that question i know some people like the black and stuff like my buddy jerry parker he just did a video on mm -hmm. on some some uh uh what is it black and catfish which is pretty good yeah. but you can't you you can't beat the fried fish yeah. i actually need to take some i got a couple of catfish fillets i might cook up tomorrow now come to think of it, make some nuggets, soak them in the frank. Oh, I got it. I'm getting to see. Off, I'm getting off topic here again. <laughs> that sounds good, man. Can't, can't beat hey, that. Bad. Stay away with them. Do they ever bother you while you're fishing, or do you just the, see them once in a while? The what now? The alligators. Yeah. No. I mean, you'll see some rarely, but it's you know, if you go to the hatchery, you're going to see a bunch of them. You know, if you're getting back in the back areas, you're going to see probably see a big one here or there but you know a lot of times man i don't even unless you're in the hatchery i don't even think about them i really don't you know i, I think about it when i'm picking my anchor up you know what i'm saying out of the water uh, that's it you know i'm not usually but we did we went out fishing to the river like two weeks ago and i kind of 14 of them out there at nighttime 
So, and there's a couple got super close to the boat without us noticing. We seen them come up, and I just seen them swimming out away from 10, 15 feet away from the boat. And they didn't come right up next to the boat and even see. Better, better to be in a boat than a kayak. That's all I'm going to say about that one. Yeah. And them kayak guys, they more power to them. Fishing's <laughs> a good time. I kayak fish for a while. Um, got rid of my kayak just recently. I'm kind of sorry I did. I just had no more room with it once I got the, the regular boat. So, G Style Fishing says he literally saw a pontoon boat with 30 rods fishing. All I can say he was bait rich. <laughs> yeah, that takes a lot of bait, too, to man all of them rods. But are you using cut bait or are you using live bait? Uh, cut bait, usually. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think when I go to these rivers, I'm going to have to use some live bait, you know, what I've been seeing and hearing and things like that. Um, but that's not what I do. I don't, uh, like, never use live bait. It's just, well, it goes to show you how different different bodies of water are. I mean, I can go from one body of water here locally and, and be able to catch flathead with cut bait, and, and then another part of the river I can't catch them unless I'm using live bait. It's really strange, but I guess it's just what they're yeah. used to. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I'd rather, I, to be honest with you, it's a lot easier to use cut bait than it is using live bait, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, see, and, you know, I like to use... Uh, unless I use, I'm using chicken, I like to use a Carolina rig with chicken. I don't just, I don't know, just do whatever. It's not really nothing, mm-hmm. I guess, behind it. But uh, I do like to use, um, you know, a float Santee rig on everything. You know, I just so I just think using that live bait with it, it just gets tangled up more than not. Definitely, you know, it just kind of gets in the line and. When the fish is cut up, you just don't have to worry about that. That's another reason why I like river fishing, to be honest, because, you know, that current will keep your your lines in, Mm -hmm. especially if you're using bluegills, because they got some mass to them. You know what I mean? They're Mm kind of like a sail in the water. So if you've got the littlest bit of current, they'll keep your rig straight. They won't get really knotted up. Um, and, and I love a Carolina rig too. Yeah. Uh, Santee rigs good when I'm fishing heavy cover, just so I know exactly where my baits are at, but I don't use them as often as I probably should. Mm-hmm. Pretty much yeah. my favorite two rigs is the Carolina rig and the, um, the knocker, the, the knocker rig. Those mm-hmm. are my two favorites. I use quite a bit. I, I've been getting a lot of bites on suspended rods, man. When I've been out fishing, you know, I don't normally do that. But my buddy kind of, he got me, he was like, yeah, he's like, they've just been biting that. And I was like, all right, well, we put some rods out and we just started catching them, you know? Well, so, are, and are you doing that while you're drifting? Uh, no, when we're anchoring. While you're anchoring. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, if we're drifting, I don't like to do that just because I'd rather the baits be on the bottom and, it'd be, you know, be up a little bit. But uh-huh. just because if, you know, if you just, if you don't got a, a bobber on it and it's just going to get snagged a bunch. That's well, that's what I was going to say. It's it's a lot of work to drift and, and suspend baits. I know a lot of people that do it, and I had the opportunity to do it on the Ohio River, and I was surprised at how often you're having to change your depths and such. And then you got you got guys that are doing it with planter boards and stuff. How uh, they can't make the adjustments on the fly either. So yeah. I'm thinking they do get a lot of uh, snags and lose a lot of gear. Yeah, yeah but that hey, if it work if it's working, use it. You know, whatever's working for you. That's why everybody's water is a little bit different, man. That's G style fishing has a question. He says, what's the shallowest fish caught suspend fishing? I hope he's asking you. I've caught him in eight foot. You know? I've seen a buddy of mine 
rebate to he had two rods right and we were kayak fishing in three feet of water he rebated one and uh uh laid it across the side of his kayak and i seen a flathead take his rod into the water what yeah he jumped in after it grabbed it and he actually caught the fish it was like a 15 pound flathead that was something to see that was pretty that, cool that, that's cool when, when the only time i've caught him shallow though like that suspended is um like uh pretty much fishing in like in the holes and stuff like that you know uh-huh. like a small hole like that not you know that's well if you can hit them in the head and they're there they'll come after them i'm, I'm no expert at all I, i'm not even gonna claim i have any knowledge on blues except they like to eat um but with a flathead, if you can hit them on a head in shallow water, you can get on them, even in the daylight. So yeah, and, and like I'd use, I'd use white perch here, and chicken more than anything. Yeah, you know, I really would. You know, the white perch. I, I don't know. I, I get hesitant with the chicken at times. You know, but every time we put it out there, I mean, big fish. I mean, it's there's. Well, define big fish, because I know a lot of people claim that chicken doesn't catch big fish. I mean, I mean we caught 40, 50 pounders on, really? on chicken. I mean, I bet I bet last year on one trip, we, we caught 300 pounds just on chicken. Huh. It was ridiculous. I was mean, that any specific time of the year? It was in the wintertime. In the winter. See, yeah. I was just talking to somebody, Josh, the weekend angler, about using chicken, and he, he thinks, was it him or no? I think it was Brandon that was telling me he likes it uh, in the summertime, or Betty telling me that Brandon thinks they work good in the summertime. But she did outfish him last time they were out. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it works. I can't, there's no, it just works, especially in the fall. I know. <laughs> I was like, man, they love it, bro. I mean, they're going to hit it, and they're going to go. You know? Kevin says that Santee catfish love chicken. We're going to blame Dieter on that. He, he's, he's put many chicken in there. Price of chicken's going up, too, so people might start using it a little less. Yeah, no, that ain't a lot. Chicken, it's high dollar, man. Steve Adams is sharing some knowledge with us. He says the hottest months, free floating jugs with three foot lines and catch monster blues and 30 plus foot of water. Why not suspend fish drift on that? It, absolutely. Yep. Pretty much what you're doing, the same thing, only using your boat as a jug for the most part. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's cool to see them. You know, when I was on the Ohio River, I'm not bad mouthing the Ohio at all, but I would drove all the way out there, ended up with a channel cat, and that channel cat even bent that rod over that was pretty cool to see i can only imagine like what a 50 60 pound blue would do i'm telling um, you it, it they're very in that shallow water like around uh like uh what's it called uh, like thanksgiving time yeah i went out last thanksgiving and we just we we were literally i mean you could see the anchors in the water right there i mean they were not far in the water you know and we just usually double anchor you know, it's, it's nice when it's calm out there, man. You can get so tight on double anchor, and you're just not moving. You're just not moving. It makes your boat bigger, it seems like. You know, you can keep rods spread out and all that stuff, and it, 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 it's, it's nice, man. I, I love it how nobody's out there on the water, really. It's just fishermen. That's it. We don't have no people acting crazy out there normally. I, I love post-memorial or pre-memorial day fishing. That's always the that's a fun time of the year. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of channel catfish in that time of the year, and I just like being out there, especially when the weather starts to 
to turn. You get those cold nights and then, you know, warm sunrises and you kind of can't beat that. So real quick, Jeremy, let's talk a little bit about your channel. What's your plans for your channel? Oh, man. My plans is to – I got another boat. I got another – I got a John boat. You know, I'm wanting to uh, go out and do some more fishing in that. You know, I used to fish in that a lot, a lot, a lot with them and it doesn't have a motor well it has a motor but it's just a uh trolling motor so just kind of one mile two mile an hour out there uh-huh. i plan on trying to use that more you know and the live streams and all that stuff and videos and uh but i plan on man just trying to get work on some editing a little bit just get get where i can actually present something decent i feel like um and we'll do some more videos you know because i i definitely I've been lucky and caught enough fish, you know, to, to be able to get footage to do something, you know. I just got to be able to get a little better better at that, man. But I don't know. I'm just going to keep putting out short videos and just doing some, li- you know, live streams and stuff like that and just kind of keep doing what I've been doing. Uh, I like to do a little bit more informational stuff. Um, I do, uh, you know, just for what I do out there, you know what I'm saying? It's not what y'all need to do, but it just – and just show people a little bit more into, you know, whatever I'm doing out there, you know. Yep. Instead of just saying, hey, I got bait, I cut it up and threw it out there. Like, just go into a little bit more into depth of maybe how, you know, we find our spots. Just just whatever. Things like that. And uh, maybe people would like that, you know. Very cool. Can't show them my spot, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> that's definitely a hard part. We could do a whole show on that. Yeah. So let me just remind everybody that's listening on the podcast or, or watching it yet. If you're not subscribed to Jeremy, check out his link in the description. Go give him some views. Check out what he has. Uh, watch a couple of his shorts. Hit that subscribe button. Help him out. Give him the inspiration to keep, you know, uh, sharing his fishing adventures because I don't think he's going to stop fishing if you guys don't sub to his channel. But if you want to see more of it, Definitely give him a sub. Jeremy, thank you very much. Real quick, uh, Betty says no chicken. She's putting the icons up. Roger says that uh, this warm uh, water makes chicken work better. That makes a lot of sense to me. I think I got everybody in chat. Again, all right, next Monday, I believe, is that next Monday? Next Monday is the 4th of July. I will be taking the day off. I got some stuff going on here with the family. I'm not going to be at home. Uh, So I want everybody to go out there, have a safe, happy 4th of July. I'll be definitely in the, uh, uh, in Catfish Weekly watching that from wherever I'm at. Uh, so I wanted to wish everybody that. I want to thank veterans. Uh, definitely make sure you uh, get in on that uh, veterans giveaway. I'm, I'm trying to come up with some sort of prize to donate for that as well. I'll contact you, Lyle, probably after the show. Um, any last words, Jeremy? Hey, man, appreciate you letting me come up and doing this tonight. That's cool. It's been a pleasure for having you. Don't go anywhere. So I'm going to say good night to everybody. God bless. Have a great 4th of July. See you in two weeks. Bye.